0: It's Julian. It's Julian again. Whoops. Hit my face on the mic. (laughs) It's Julian again. Episode 5. Julian's Lightroom. Once again, back in the studio, which is me sitting on the floor with the microphone propped up on a footrest and my laptop sitting a few feet away. So that way, the sound of the fan doesn't go into the microphone. Very epic sound setup going on here really professional making it sound crispy for you guys um, you guys really I mean being anyone who cares to listen but also just being me really um, it feels good to make something of quality so I like to make the audio you know as as good as within my uh, skill set currently I'm still using audacity to record. Uh, I just downloaded Ableton Live because um, somewhat of a new development, kind of like a half-step towards a new development, towards what I'd like to do with this podcast is I bought an audio interface. And what that means, for those who don't know, um, because I didn't know until I bought it, um, is I'll be able to plug in two legit microphones into it, And have them record the audio into the same file, basically. So, that's kind of the way that I would have a real in-person guest on here. So I could record it in the future. Talk to each other. Make something cool. You know? Two minds coming together. Creating something greater than if we were just on our own. Um, I think that's amazing. And, you know, I always think that's the case when I have... A good conversation with somebody, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, the 29th, what's the 29th? Today's the 27th, and that's a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday, I will be purchasing these microphones because I got to go down into the town to drop my car off at the shop, anyways. Kind of rambling about stuff on top of stuff because i don't really have a plan for this episode just kind of sat down um it's the end of the day so i'm feeling pretty chill feeling pretty relaxed had a bit of a workout earlier wanted to go to the sauna but it was too full so i didn't go in um anyways kind of just rambling (laughs) what's new what's new with you well if i had a guest i'd be able to ask that but No, yeah, just sat here on the floor in um, this room that I've been staying in for the past couple months. It's a great room. It's huge. I have a huge queen-size bed all to myself. It's glorious. It has a massive headrest on it, so I can put books. There's a couple of dressers in here. put my clothes in it, put my stuff on top. There's an ensuite bathroom, you know, mirror, toilet, sink, you name it, dude. We got all the things that you would do in a bathroom. Up in here, shower, boom, yep, um, uh, shower mat, you know, dry your feet on the way out. It's amazing, um, i I've really struck gold here, um and it wasn't my doing, you know, it was the offering of this generous, glorious couple that I met through work, and I may have mentioned this before, but um, yeah. I like to continue to acknowledge all of the blessings that have been given to me because you know this uh this life that I'm living wouldn't be so if it wasn't for the great people who have been um, there to pave my path alongside me, you know it's like as I pave my path, there are others paving branches off of my path so like really my path splits into well truly I mean infinite pathways and and uh you know kind of gives me the choice to kind of you know decide how I want to move forward so um yeah yeah I've been really lucky really grateful and you know that's not just the case with this house although although it's a big one You know, all the people I've met through being out here and the friends that I've created, I'm just, you know, I'm so grateful for. And all the experiences that have come from that, you know, it's it's, uh, environments and circumstances that I never would have, you know, I couldn't have made up myself, obviously, you know. And, um, you know, I find I spend a lot of time alone and which is okay. you know, I'm, I'm used to it and I'm comfortable with it. Um, But more and more lately, I feel the yearning to be sharing my life more with others, you know, it's great to be comfortable doing things yourself, but I still have that, I still have that desire to be part of, to be part of a team, to be part of a tribe, to be part of a community, Um, you know, of people who are like-minded and like doing things that I like to do, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I think I could definitely be putting myself out there more, um, I've been, uh, growing up, thinking, 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 growing up, there was a lot of shyness I developed because of a sense of inferiority, and a sense of self doubt and it's a strong feeling and it still still presents itself every now and then so um so i would I would attach myself to people, namely you know like girlfriends in a relationship and 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 lose myself in in those and um you know that's okay um obviously it's not what I want to do going forward, but um crucial and critical lessons were learned from those. And so, you know, wouldn't be where I am now without having that kind of uh, attachment to teach me what it does. Um, But uh, yeah, anyways, what am I going on about? Totally, totally lost my train of thought. Um, Hold on, we we got this. Yeah, okay, it's back. Somewhat. I'm going to (laughs) try. As I'm thinking about me losing my train of thought, I continue to lose my train of thought. Anyways, um, um, so within this past year, I guess I've been doing a lot of things. Maybe in the past two years, I've been doing a lot of things just by myself. And I guess a part of that is mostly because the people who I surrounded myself with weren't necessarily into the things that I began doing when I was, um, when I was doing like some really deep, like self searching, you know? Like, um, and that's not to say they don't like it. It's just not stuff that we really did together. And so I started doing it on my own, like, you know, um, meditating or, or, or working out, um, you know which is you know kind of silly to say because I have friends who work out and I enjoy working out with them now that I've asked to work out with them but um but you know meditating or reading um uh self-help or spirituality books um or you know just kind of like going for an esoteric walk and just uh, practicing presence anyways I felt like I don't know, I felt, for a while, I felt kind of like alone in that venture, and and to a degree, I still do, but now I'm starting to wonder how much of that is my own doing, and how much of that is my failure, maybe not failure, but maybe my apprehension to reach out to others, and, um, I watched a little video today, which, which made me kind of made me think about myself and maybe why I spend so much time alone and um it was interesting it was like this uh I think it was based on like a Carl Jung uh preposition that like you have this uh you have your conscious self and you have your unconscious self the unconscious self he calls the shadow and uh yeah um I wish I retained more information and I'm working towards being able to do that. But um, in essence, this shadow is how to describe. It's kind of that. It's that part of you that's afraid. Um, So, so, okay, here's an example. Let's say, let's say on my own, I work out a lot and, uh, but I do everything alone. Right. And so, I think to myself that, you know, I'm this great exerciser, and I'm doing a lot of great things for my body, and, you know, I'm crushing it, and, you know, no one can tell me shit about how I'm working out, because I'm fucking nailing it, and, you know, there's an opportunity to join a group of people who, you know, exercise maybe the way that I like to exercise, which is, you know, uh, starting to be, you know, I like resistance, resistance training, but I also like, and I really like, and it, I think it's really the, probably the most important, is uh, like movement training and ability and agility training. Um, so let's say I found a group who like to do that. The shadow or unconscious part of me would, it, 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 it creates that sense of apprehension to joining the group because I'm afraid that if I do, I'll actually learn how maybe not great of an exerciser I am you know, I'll actually realize my weaknesses and my limitations, and that's a, that's a scary thing to the ego, and, and, you know, it makes, I'm scared to feel like, you know, all this work and this progress I've been doing has been being done the wrong way, or, um, you know, I'll, I'll see myself as a sillier. or they'll see me as silly for thinking what I was doing was, uh, benefiting my body, and, which is which is ridiculous and it's and it's really just in uh maybe a matter of overthinking or a matter of being caught up in this kind of self-doubting shadow um because obviously what I'm doing is good for my body i mean i feel myself i know i'm getting in better shape i know i'm getting stronger um but there are parts of my body that are feeling certain ways i'm like okay what's going on there and like why isn't this getting better like i got this weird little pain i don't know if it's sciatica it's just, like, pain that's, like... Kind of, like, at the side of my hip. But, like, also in my glute. And then sometimes when it gets bad, it, like, goes down my leg. You know, into, like, my knee and almost my, like... My, like, calf or sometimes. um, And I'm trying to stretch the hell out of this thing, dude. And I don't know what I'm doing. And, and um, you know, it's kind of silly of me to think that, you know, I could figure everything out on my own. And, but then I'm also at the same time nervous and apprehensive to, um, put my hand out there and reach out to some like-minded people. So I think in my next kind of, you know, my next, um, my next self project, as if I don't have a trillion others going on, um, you know, that's going to be one that I'd really like to work on. And that's going to be one that's going to be at the front of my priority is. um you know, putting myself out there, I really, I really would like to be a part of a solid group of like-minded people doing a similar thing, and, you know, have that, have that genuine feedback from people, and, um, you know, you know, th- thing, some things are just so much more enjoyable when you do them together, um, you know, for one, running, I have a great friend, Sonia, and, sh- you know, we've been, we've done a few runs together, and I really enjoyed that, Because, um, you know, we just kind of chat the whole time, and and that's always great. Um, She's a really genuine, thoughtful, interesting person. And, you know, whenever we're running, I always feel like my mind is working on, like, I feel like turbocharged sometimes when you're, like, running and thinking and talking. It's it's mind-clearing, and it's also, like, mind-fuel at the same time, uh, which I really enjoy. And that's a ton of fun. Or, you know, even going to my buddy Cameron's house and, and, and doing some resistance training in uh, in his basement with some weights and just, you know, being able to share in that in that pain and that conquest together and relate to it and talk about it and figure it out. You know, that's, it's another, you know, it's another example of, you know, the sum of the whole is greater than its parts you know what I mean, like it's great that I can go on a run by myself, it's great that my friend can go on a run by themselves, but you know, when we join up together, and go for a run together and have a freaking sweet conversation while we're doing something productive and, you know strengthening I mean, damn, that shit's amazing and I want more of that you know, cause I'm not gonna lie, I feel I feel lonely sometimes which, you know you know, do I have an excuse for that, I probably make a lot of excuses, and that's probably why I feel lonely, is because I I make excuses, um, but you know, it's like, if I feel lonely right now, it's like, what do you, like, what do you want me to do, I'm like, sitting in my room about to, about to go to bed, you know, it's like, okay, well, it's kind of unreasonable to feel lonely right now, like, <laughs> but, um, or maybe not, you know, it's, it's, it's always nice to have that kind of companionship there too which you know I've been kind of thinking about recently I've been as I've been hanging out with my friends and you know they're having you know they're going on dates and and, and you know having experiences and we always love to talk about them and, and share and kind of analyze and man it just gets me thinking like you know I'm excited to uh I don't know get out there start dating see what happens Or what doesn't happen. Honestly. Try not to have too many expectations. And uh, just let things unfold as they do. Because. You know. As it's been going that way. It's been going very well. It's been going very well. I would say. Um, But at the same time. You got to meet life halfway. So I'm going to be practicing putting myself out there. And uh, you know. Doing things that. I see the highest version of myself doing, right? Um, like even today, just a little, a little example of this that made me feel certain ways. Like, I went to this bakery that I love in Victoria, called Fry's Bakery. If you're in Victoria, go to Fry's Bakery. Um, so I went there. The plan: get bread, probably a croissant too because they're amazing. So I go there, and I'm standing in line, and oh shit, it's fucking pizza day at fries and I know they make a mean pie and um it's a Sunday and I'm moving up island on Thursday so if I want pie this is my last chance so obviously I get a pie I get a loaf I get a croissant I eat the croissant while I wait for the pie I sit in my car I relax a little bit I look at the street I look at the leaves it's a beautiful beautiful I mean it's almost winter but it's a beautiful fall day man it was pretty so sunny beautiful um Anyways, I go get the pie. And damn, I could not even take like 10 steps away from the door without eating that thing, dude. It was so good. And I'm walking in my car and I see this woman out on the sidewalk and her little daughter and they're like raking up leaves and stuff. And in my head I go, oh, you know, you should order, not order, you should offer them a slice of pizza. You know, they're out here working hard. It's a little bit cold. And uh, And I also had this feeling like, damn, I'm really going to sit here and eat a whole slice of pizza to myself. Or not even just a slice, a whole pizza. I'm going to eat that whole thing. And I did. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. But but I was just thinking to myself, like, damn, this is so good. And, like, all I wanted to do was, like, turn to someone in my passenger seat and be like, right? (laughs) And no one was there. And I just felt kind of alone. Here I had this delicious pizza. But it was like, what for? You know what I mean? Just so I could sit there and savor it by myself, I guess, which was fine. And I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. But, you know, there's just something different about sharing it. But, um, you know, then I started making excuses in my head. I was like, oh, and this is going to sound so hilarious and selfish, probably because it is. Um, I was like, oh, um, well, if I offer one of them a slice, I got to offer another one of them a slice. And these slices are pretty big. What if they don't want it? They might not even want it. Um, and it's like kind of spicy. What if the, what if the kid doesn't like the spice, and then and then mom gets a slice, but kid doesn't get a slice? And you know, I just thought of like all these, um, just like anxious thoughts that, you know, I ended up sitting there and like contemplating for so long that they just disappeared, and I was like, well, now now there's no one here to offer pizza, so, you know, I tried not to you know, beat myself up for it, but, um, you know, that's something I want to do in the future, you know, without, like, being afraid. Afraid of what? I'm offering someone pizza, like, it's fucking, (laughs) what is there to be afraid of? No, I don't want pizza. Okay, fine, later, more for me. Um, yeah, dude, but, but, but most of all, it was just an interesting, I find, you know, looking back on it now, an interesting, like, example of the ways in which I, I don't know, Uh I don't want to say sabotage, but prevent myself from, from living a fuller life in some aspects, you know, Um so, yeah, that's just, that's just been on my mind a little bit, and I have no doubt that I'll I'll get better at these things it just it just takes conscious effort and it takes recognizing in those moments when i feel that certain way just to like just push through it dude like it's just this like you know what it is that's like that's what that shadow is dude that's what that shadow is that i mentioned earlier it's that little sneaky shadow that's fucking like up inside your rib cage and it's like it's like nah dude don't do it don't do it play it safe play it safe sit in here alone eat the whole pizza what if they say no oh you don't want that right cause cause if they say no then you won't be the cool guy who's sharing pizza with anyone I don't know man it's fucking crazy the grip of anxious thoughts and anxious habits that we like build up over time and god am I freaking sick of it and um yeah so, so moving forward I am going to be critically analyzing myself already do so check that one off the fucking checklist um yeah dude but i'm gonna be consciously pushing through more moments of anxiety and reaching out even if it means making a fool of myself um because because going out on a limb and making a fool of yourself is like reaching a hand out into the universe and I'm sorry I burped I'm not sorry And I'm not gonna cut it out Anyways It tasted like that pizza <laughs> T-M-I Anyways um, Not really T-M-I It tasted like pizza That's just the fucking fact of life Alright You know Anyways um. Yeah What was I getting on about That burp distracted me Um Hold on Let's take a few conscious breaths while I try to think here. Okay, I'm back. Anyways, so... So putting yourself out there and being willing to make a fool out of yourself... is like reaching a hand out into the universe saying... Hey... You know, I'm doing my part and I'm and I'm trying and I'm reaching out and trying to figure something out. And maybe I look stupid doing so, but but what is really happening, you know, when you make a fool of yourself or when you try something new is you know you're you're searching, you're trying something. And you kinda want like you're kinda hoping that like whether it's a person or a sign, um, from the universe of the way things unfold but like either someone or something you know grabs your hand when you put your hand out there and you put yourself out there and yeah it's like you know i always i always think about the idea of meeting life halfway you know it's like not everything's in your control but some things are so whatever's in your control freaking control it to the best of your ability you know you know everything every factor that you can control set it up so that it will serve you in the best way possible when the circumstances of life arrive in the waves that they do you know what i mean so so what do they say luck favors the prepared so you know if your control factors are all set up the best of to your ability then when life comes and meets you halfway, there is a lot more potential for positive outcomes and for outcomes of growth and outcomes of adventure and outcomes of possibility. And damn, dude, I needed to hear that, dude. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I wish I was thinking about this stuff more and it doesn't come out until I start sitting here and talking. And, you know, I can just like go about my day sometimes you know doing you know in brackets the right thing or you know continuing the the habits that i've created which is nice because because now that i'm creating healthy habits i don't have to think about it as much i just kind of do them but it's equally as important for me to remind myself why i'm doing these things you know what i mean because because if i don't have that if i don't have that motivation of you know, what am I doing this for, and, like, and, like, really intrinsically feeling it, then it just feels like doing something for the sake of it, and, like, there's nothing else to do, Um, and I find myself, you know, kind of getting into that mind space a little bit too frequently, and I'm learning what the catalysts are for that, or the reasons are for that, you know, Um, whether it's, like, most of it is probably scrolling on my phone and also looking to my phone for stimulus and looking to my phone for notifications. And, and it's, it's kind of a big loop because I think the reason I do that is because, you know, I get those feelings of loneliness sometimes and I look to my phone and like, hope there's a message from a friend or I hope there's, you know, a notification on Instagram that I can respond to or, or something. Um, but I'm always I'm always looking for something to come to me instead of sending something out there and and, and actually creating it. And uh, that goes on to another kind of idea that I've been, you know, trying to trying to cement into my way of being is creating more than I am consuming and I've heard this kind of philosophy from a few people that I follow who are, you know, in my eyes, successful financially, spiritually, uh, health-wise, and it's kind of a daunting thing, and for a long time I've been consuming a lot more than I've I've been creating, and even still now, um, you know, I'll look at my... I'll get a notification on my phone for how much screen time I've been spending on my phone. And it'll be like, it's up 7%. You spend nearly th- at least three hours of screen time. Three hours of looking at my phone each day. Like, it never never actually feels like that. And I'm sure some of it... <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm getting sleepy. Anyways, I'm sure some of it is just like leaving my phone screen on... It's counting that, but, you know, I know in my heart I'm spending way too much time on my phone. And, and that's, um, that's a habit right there that I have to kick, you know, looking to sources of stimulation, you know. Instead of, instead of creating something, instead of using my energy to create, I'm looking to absorb energy from the content I um, consume. And, you know, it's important to consume content to a degree, right? And it's important what content you do consume. So, some ways of consuming content that I, I think are productive and beneficial and that, you know, I'd like to maintain in a in healthy moderate amount is would be reading books reading important books, you know, books that are going to give me information that are going to benefit me, you know, benefit my understanding of myself, benefit my understanding of the universe, of people, of the body, of nutrition, of light, of electricity, you know, of everything, you know, those, I I really like, I really like those kinds of books, and, uh, and um, there's many books yet that You know, I'm sure I'll dive into and I'll enjoy, you know, some different fiction books down the road. You know, I'm sure of it. Um, Also, uh, music. Music is a good one. Um, But I also like to have an intentional relationship with music, you know, instead of just passively listening to it. If it's some really quality made music, then I really like to focus on it you know what I mean, and hear everything, and hear every little nuance, and hear every little detail that the creators put in there to perfect it to their taste, you know, and, um, but then I also, you know, I like, I like having music to work out to as well, because it kind of provides an environment, it kind of provides uh, an essence or an aura to yourself and your soul as you're, as you're going through that kind of that kind of battle with yourself that mental and physical i don't want to say war but 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 man sometimes like my cousin my cousin makes some incredible music and i haven't really been into it until lately you know where i can listen to it and i can i can really appreciate the craftsmanship and you know the kind of symphonic qualities to it and also just the energy that it carries and and what he's trying to express through that and his creativity and man it's awesome and it's black metal and you know i i I never thought you know i'd be into it but but you know now that i've applied it in kind of a now that i've applied it in a context that that suits my my kind of like Uh, I don't know, it suits, um, it suits what I'm doing, so, so it's, like, really kind of, like, man, he makes some like, mystical, magical, but also some, like, real heavy, and melodic, and just, like, and just, like, oh, man, it's so infused with energy, because it's, like, it's, it can be really energetic, um, just, just the way that he's, the way that he's, orchestrated the sounds you know and like some real thrashing drums and some heavy music and like some real like fucking awesome strings and and then on top of that he just has like this like man this like this screaming that he does in the background is just so like it's so captivating and then also like if you're doing something like (laughs) it might sound silly but if you're doing something like bench press or if you're like just, like, crushing weights, and, and this guy's just, like, screaming his lungs out, like, while you're trying to push that weight up, you just feel like you're fucking training to slay a dragon, and just, like, all that fucking energy in you is just, like, unleashing on this massive scale, and, oh, man, I really love it, um, yeah, so I've been listening to that lately when I work out, and, uh, if I'm doing some, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm learning a lot about what I like. It's really cool, actually. You know, now that I sit here and think about it and talk about it. um, Yeah, so when I'm doing resistance training, I love that kind of like, man, just like that, just so much like energy in the music, just like ridiculous energy. I also like it having that kind of like mystical aspect to it because because then I get in this like, I can, you know, I can fantasize about it almost and, and pretend that, you know, I am training to, like, slay a dragon, or I'm training to save the world or something. And and that's awesome, and it's kind of magical and inspiring. I like that. And it's fun, too, you know? It's kind of, you know, just like we used to when we were kids, it's fun to pretend. I'm going to take a sip from my tea. But then, on another note, it's almost like not even pretending when you say you're training to save the world, because... You know, I believe the way that we're going to save the world is by saving ourselves. And I think exercise is a crucial aspect of saving ourselves. You know, it's um, having a healthy, able body, you know, diet, exercise, sleep, you know, all that stuff together makes for... A happier, healthier human being, and when and when we're a happier, healthier human being, then we can, you know, we can exude positive energy on a grander scale, and that that influences other people, and, and that influences them to, you know, create themselves in a positive light and with positive intention, and then and then just a domino effect, and you know, when we have an overwhelming amount of of conscious, loving people on this planet, then then things are really going to change, and I really believe that, and uh, that's ultimately what my, my mission is, that's what my MO is, is to create the best Julian that I possibly can, the happiest, healthiest, most outgoing, positive, unafraid, and courageous Julian that there can be, you know, so that way my influence on the people I'm surrounded with and my influence on this planet that we live on is as positive as I can possibly make it, and it's, you know, it's it, it's not easy, and, and I'm still learning how to do that, and, and, uh, and I always will be, I think, but, you know, as long as we're trying and researching and we're open, you know, we're open to new ideas, we're open to criticism, and we're willing to have an open mind and to try different things, then, then yeah, you know we're just doing our best and um and we can make a massive impact on the world i think that's what the mo is that's what the mission is that's what i'm here for i think that's what we're all here for and um it's great man it's great talking about that reminds me of a friend who I've recently reconnected with that boy Camille if he's listening shout out Camille if you know Camille shout out Camille if you don't if you meet him You've been blessed, he's a good man he um he reached out not that long ago. Um, I don't know if it was because he listened to a podcast, but he mentioned listening to a podcast and you know some stuff has been going on in his life and and big changes are happening and and you know man he just he reached out one day on Instagram and just you know said some real nice stuff and 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 uh, I thought we should reconnect. Uh, when I went back to Ontario, which was just recently. I actually just got back to Vancouver Island a couple of days ago after spending about three weeks in Ontario. And, yeah, one of the one of the coolest developments was definitely connecting back with Camille. And, um, yeah, we met at a cafe, and it had been years since we saw each other. Like, dude, I can't even remember the last time. It might have been at a party at my friend Cameron's house, like, that literally might have been the last time I saw him, so, you know, at least, at least, I've been doing a lot this podcast, anyways, at least three years ago, maybe four, maybe five, I'm not going to do the math right now, I can't really think about it, but, you know, we went to a cafe to catch up, and man, we sat there and talked for five hours, like, five whole hours, and it went by so fast, and, um, Man, I just found it. It was just so inspiring to me, you know, getting to talk with a guy who is just so hungry for growth in his life, and I felt like I could just relate to it on such a deep level. You know what I mean? Like I've been I've been I've been in that grind and I've been in that mindset for couple years now and you know to see someone else who's who's you know kind of like awakening into that i was like oh here we go you know i was like you know just just hearing how hungry he is for self-betterment and and to learn and grow and try different things i was just like man this is gonna be this is gonna be something cool to watch And, and and i'm i'm really glad to you know you know be be a part of that a little bit you know what I mean just like just like even having that chat and sharing different experiences about what we've been going through what we have gone through sharing you know relationship struggles and challenges and lessons that we've learned and and you know um, what it means to take care of yourself and what it means to to love yourself and learn about yourself and and the benefits of uh, seeing a therapist that we've both really heavily agreed on. and You know, man, I'm just so excited for him. I'm just so excited for him. I'm excited for myself, too. And I'm excited. I'm excited for everybody. There's so many people I'm excited for, dude. It's great. My mom. My mom just started therapy. My mom just went to her first therapy session not that long ago. And to say that I'm proud of her is an understatement because... You know, how many women do you know in their mid-50s who are willing to put themselves out there like that? You know, kind of like how I was talking earlier, you know, like, like you put your hand out there and you meet the universe halfway and that's what she's doing. She's saying, you know, she's looking for more for herself and she knows there is. You know, she knows that things don't have to be the way they are. If if they're not optimal, if there if there are thoughts or, or feelings that haven't been dealt with, you know, it's we can deal with those things. We can work through them, and we can use them to our advantage and come out on the other side with more clarity. Come out on the other side with more love for ourselves, for our others. Come out on the other side with more possibility, with more with more man, more anything that you desire. You know? And man, I'm so excited for her journey. Man, I'm so excited. And, and, you know, she may continue, she may not. She may do one session, she may do one million. I don't know. And, and it's okay. It's not about the number, and, and, you know, maybe it's not even about the therapy that much. You know, it's just, it's just the act of, Stepping forward into the unknown, you know, saying like, "What am I gonna learn about myself?" Or like, "I don't know what working through this is gonna do for me yet." I know it'll do something good. I have faith in that. My mom has faith in that. I'm sure, and I have faith in her. And man, I don't know. It's um, this book I've been reading called "The Road Less Travelled and Beyond" by Scott M Peck, given to me by a good friend, Jade. Thank you, Jade. Um. I'm loving this book. I'm fucking loving it. Um, yeah, he mentions how psychotherapy is one of the greatest adventures that we can embark on as a human. Because, because the uncertainty. Um, the uncertainty that comes with it. We don't know what we're going to find on the other side. We don't know what kind of human we're gonna find on the other side man when I first started therapy I did not know what kind of Julian I would find on the other side (laughs) and if I sat there and thought about it I you know I could have never predicted what has come from it so far and uh and and that still excites me too because because there's still so much ahead of me I mean there's still so much ahead of all of us you know um people that we're going to grow and turn into it's like it's not a static thing you know what i mean it's like oh i can't wait until i finally reach the you know the stage or whatever it's like no i'm gonna be i'm gonna be sliding through all these different kinds of stages and once i get to one i'm gonna i'm gonna be reaching for a new one and once i get to that one i'm gonna be reaching for a new one and it's ah man it's just like it's this constant never-ending adventure it's like it's like a movie that you watch with like a constant cliffhanger about what the hell is going to happen to this main character and you know if we can if we can learn to perceive our lives in that way and if we can work at making a making it a habit to perceive our lives in that way then then that's a very powerful thing i think you know you know curating your perspective on your life to one that makes you excited to live it, you know, instead of instead of feeling like I'm just trudging through it, you know. And um you know it's funny, I was on this dating app and this and this one girl wrote on her thing and maybe it sounds corny or whatever, but I kind of loved it. It was like there're two kinds of people in this world. People who try to win and people who try not to lose. And when I think about that, I I think about all the ways in which I'm proactive in trying to create the life that I want to live. And that's the Julian that's trying to win. And then all the ways in which I cower away from pain. And that's the Julian who's trying not to lose that's the shadow and that's the example i was talking about earlier about being too afraid to offer a piece of fucking pizza to these random people you know what i mean that was the julian that's trying not to lose because if i go up there and i make a fool out of myself or if they don't like the pizza or blah 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 this and that then i lose you know but i don't really it's just this thought in your head that like you lose this social interaction as if it's a game that's to be played and and a score to be kept but but there there is none you know that doesn't exist it's you know it's a mechanism in our in our body that creates anxiety and it's there to try to to try to protect us but but sometimes you know sometimes our brains are wired in such a way that it actually sabotages us and and um and it can be you know, maybe discouraging, but, but what I think is encouraging is that we have the power to kind of rewire those, those pathways in our brain. And, and, um, you know, the, the more we do something like that, then, then, uh, the less the anxiety is there and the more it becomes second nature and the more we become excited to do those kinds of things instead of cower away from it. Um, it's just like, I don't know, learning surfing, or it's just like learning snowboarding or something, you know, it's, um, it's scary, and, uh, if you're afraid to lose, then you're gonna try not to lose by just not doing, but, um, by trying not to lose, you actually lose by trying not to lose, (laughs) you know, um, Yeah, yeah. What was I, um, there's another little video I watched today that had some, that had some great insight in it, and it had to do with, uh, oh, atomic habits, yeah, yeah, that's right, atomic habits, and, um, it's not all coming back to me right now you know what I have to do is I have to rewatch the video and I have to make notes of it in my journal because that's what I found. really helps me retain some of these things. Um, anyways, these atomic habits are, you know, when we make the decision to, let's say, you know, am I going to put on my um, gym shoes and go to the gym or am I going to put on my um uh i don't know uh slippers and sit inside and watch uh binge watch youtube or whatever it's like that's a that's a terrible that's a terrible um example here's a better one if i open up my laptop i can make a choice right there and that choice is the habit and this choice is i can either open up something where i can exude creativity or I can open up something where I'm going to consume content. And if the habit is always to consume content, then, you know, that's going to be what's reinforced. And that's going to be what's uh, kind of the reflex for myself. And so, you know, if I open up my laptop and then I open up Google Chrome and I open up Instagram, then, I n- then like, you know, you can bet money that I'm about to waste at least like 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes um, sometimes a lot more, sometimes a little less, but more or less a lot more, um, whereas if I change the habit, which, okay, so let's go back to that, so let's say I open Instagram, let's think about the short-term, um, the short-term, uh, outcome or whatever is, you know, um, I don't know if dopamine is the right thing, but but, you know, you get that sensory pleasure from scrolling through Instagram. You get a bunch of new sensory pleasures because you have a million different pictures that you see and a million different stories and videos and you get to see what other people are doing and, and uh, you know, there's a whole other bunch of side effects of scrolling social media that I'm not about to get into, um, which I'm sure I will eventually, but I'm sure we all know. Anyways, um, so that's like, that's like the short-term outcome. The long-term outcome is I've wasted time and we'll go back into the side effects, um, the long-term outcome is like, you know, at least for me, the more time I spend on social media, the more I kind of lose momentum in my mindset, um, for the rest of the day, and the more I become self-conscious, and the more I am, uh, worried and, and thinking about what other people are doing, or what other people are thinking of me, or what they might think when they look at my post, or read my post, or whatever, and, um, so that added up over a long time over many sessions on social media um can make a large negative impact i think um and then so if we go back to that choice of when i open my laptop do i open google chrome and instagram or do i open audacity and do i make a podcast and i'd be lying if i didn't say that you know opening audacity I'd be lying if I said that opening Audacity was, like, the first thing I did when I opened my laptop today. And that's not true. It's the last thing I did when I opened my laptop today. And I definitely scrolled a ton today. Um, But, you know, I'm just grateful that I'm aware of it. um, And I'm grateful that I can, you know, make conscious choices to um, change the outcome. Um, Anyway, so so the so the initial kind of outcome of opening audacity is a little bit harder because and maybe a little bit actually less enjoyable than popping open instagram in the moment because you know it's a little bit more difficult i have to use my brain power i have to create something i have to dig in the depths of my soul and my psyche to to uh, produce something worthwhile or whatever right um whatever pressures I put on myself when doing a podcast. Um, So that is all kind of daunting in the moment, but I know that, you know, in the greater good, making this podcast is a beneficial thing. And, and, and I know that for sure. And so the ultimate outcome of this or the long-term outcome is that I practice expressing myself and I practice creating content and I practice articulating and thinking thoroughly and and I'm also and I'm also reaching out and you know I'm creating something that that I know other people enjoy because of I've gotten great feedback from it and thank you to everyone who's listened and thank you to everyone who's given me great feedback it you know I I it inspires me And it lets, and and it reassures me that, you know, what I'm doing is aligned with the kind of, you know, mission statement I have for myself of, you know, putting something genuine out into the world and hoping that that, you know, hoping that that brings out genuinity. Is that a word? (laughs) <laughs> hoping that that brings out the genuineness of, you know, other people. And, um, you know, kind of just creating a a realer, more intimate world that I know we would all prefer to live in, you know? You know, just conversation with no bullshit, conversation with no smoke screens, with no agenda. Just sharing our human experience, you know? and And that's what really that's what really connects me with my closest friends and and that's what i really appreciate most from my friends and, and and it gives me a deep sense of love for them and i feel a deep sense of love from them um when you can speak to someone and know you know you just oh, you just feel that level of them being genuine and, and you know my closest friends like the thing I appreciate most is that, you know, they're not afraid to, they're not afraid to tell me their unfiltered opinion, whether it's about me or about something I'm doing. Um, because I know they have my best interest in mind. And so I'm not going to take it personally if they go, Hey man, why do you do this? Why do you act this way? Um, you gotta stop doing this. You gotta stop saying that you gotta stop blah, 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 this and that, you know, whatever it is, like, like I value I value being checked by my friends, you know what I mean, otherwise I'll just, I'll just live in my own little echo chamber forever, you know what I mean, and um, that's the same as, like, getting back to that shadow I was talking about earlier, you know what I mean, if I always just exercise by myself, and, and think I'm, think I'm the greatest exerciser, or whatever, and never challenge myself by opening myself up to others' opinions or thoughts on what I'm doing, then, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of living in this, in this bubble reality, which, which, is so partial and which is so lacking in the fullness of life and so yeah dude that's you know the fact that I have friends where we can be just so open and genuine and honest about what we think about each other and for the reason of having our each other's best interest in mind is a superpower like and and I said this to my friends almost verbatim like it's it's a superpower when you can sit down with your friends and and say something about what you're doing in life and your friends go, hey, man, I don't know if you should do that. Like, this might actually be causing you harm. Or, or on the flip side, because, because it's not always just that. It's like, dude, I love that you do that. You know what I mean? Or it's like, hey, I love that we can talk about this. Or I love that you say this. Or, hey, man, I love this about you. You know why? Because it makes for... It makes for easy conversation. It makes for real conversation. It makes for actual growth. And, man, I get so hyped up. I get so hyped up thinking about that and thinking about how fortunate I am to have friends who can check each other, you know, and make sure that we're in good standing. And, uh, man, it's just so valuable. They feel like brothers to me, man. And I always wanted a brother. And it's it's not even about blood and it's not even about, you know, biological family but you know you can you can create brothers and you can create family on the way and it's a beautiful thing man i'm so lucky so lucky and i hope you are too and i hope you know how lucky you are whoever's listening man we got the power within us to create the life that we want and uh obviously it's not easy it's hard work but but we're gonna keep doing it and uh yeah I believe in you I believe in myself you know we're gonna make it and uh there's there's a beautiful world and a beautiful future in the horizon and as long as we believe that then uh you know then everything we do is gonna be fueled by that and uh thus making it a more likely outcome So I think I'm going to end it here. Uh, We're probably coming up on a little over 50 minutes. Um, Oh man, this podcast might be over an hour by the time I add some musics to it. So yeah, thank you. If you've listened to this whole thing, thank you so much. If you've listened to any episodes, thank you so much. If you're here breathing, heart beating, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to express myself it's been a pleasure to think deeply about what matters it's been a pleasure to share my life with you and uh, I'll continue to do so moving forward Hmm. we are strong we are courageous we are free and uh, yeah I think I'm gonna add it here thank you so much have a good night Have a good life, and I'll catch you on the next one. Keep killing it. I love you. Goodbye.